What time is it? What time is it's it? It's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. Welcome, 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 guys, to the Two Awkward Millennials podcast. I am joined by my partner in argumentative banter, Hint- Entanglement. I'm so tired of shit. And I am Casey and the place to be. And that place is a 2 a.m. podcast each and every Monday. Bringing you our awkward take on pop culture, life, love, and millennial experience. What the fuck is up, y'all? Hi, good people. How are you doing? What's up, everybody? I hope you guys are all doing well. Hope you are dancing and emphasizing to be your very best life. To work in, wearing your mask, or whatever the fuck is going on. Like, just... Trying to be sane, I guess. I guess some places are still experiencing a lot of shit dealing with COVID. Well, I guess everywhere is still experiencing shit dealing with COVID. But as far as like shutdowns and you know, I ain't gonna be no more fucking work stoppages. I hope y'all know that. But Mm-mm-mm. um, hope y'all enjoying y'all lives. <laughs> Make the best of it. We can only hope to be so lucky. Um, yeah, no, nah, shit ain't happening. Yeah, uh, retrograde is over. Mercury is in retrograde. Mm-hmm. Um, when did it end? Last night, I believe. Oh, never mind. I started giving a fuck with you. <laughs> um, yeah, it's I don't know. I know my week was kind of rough. I guess the last couple of weeks, well, last two weeks have kind of been kind of rough for me. Why? What's going on? Just mentally, just dealing with like emotions and how to respond to certain shit, and you know, just how you feel about certain shit. Everything is not necessarily easy to dissect so some shit you just have to sit on and if you sit too long um you know like the toilet theory like you sit on the toilet too long like your legs go to sleep so eventually you just gotta get up and like okay yeah that happened which i still don't understand why your legs go to sleep on a toilet (laughs) and not when they sleep i think it's the compression because you got like um main arteries like in your hip and stuff man i know but why is it specifically the toilet when i sit on the couch my legs go to sleep I mean, well, you can move your legs. Like, if you're on the toilet, you're pretty much stationary. Unless I move my legs. So I, move my le- I move my legs on purpose, intentionally, not for them not to go to sleep, but them bitches are still asleep. <laughs> Ch- uh, y'all know who really work. Y'all probably more hip than I am because I'm late to this. A squatty potty. I don't have one, but my friend has one, and I'm definitely indulging her shit. So, try you guys it out. know what a, a cheap squatty potty is? What? A bench. Stool. Step ladder, like the little, you know. Uh, yeah. I literally like to took took my feet and sit on the side of my trash can. That me. that probably works too. Yeah, it's not very stable, <laughs> but it works. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this week was a week was to a say week. the least. Um, yeah. How was your week? Ooh, exhausting. Um, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Honestly, I really just haven't been getting to sleep because I guess I don't know if it's like a tribute to my work schedule or what, but. Even when I'm up late, I still can't really sleep past nine. It don't matter what time I go to sleep. So like one day I went to sleep at four and I still woke up at like eight thirty. Um, even yesterday I went to sleep at like three and I still woke up at like eight thirty, nine o'clock. And so my body is exhausted. <laughs> so that's that. And um work has been work, honestly. It ain't shit popping. Ain't nothing popping or whatever. Like, um, <laughs> I just go on that bitch. I really haven't been doing no overtime, and they keep asking me. One day I might say yes. Um, I'm going on a little mini weekend trip next weekend with my friends. We're going to uh, to Traverse City to hit Church Lake. 
Um, Be careful. If I die, I die. <laughs> you know, that's my motto about everything. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much it. So I'm trying to get through these raggedy, funky-ass days of work. And my, my black-ass bitch is on the lake. I'm taking that Monday off when I get back, even though I come back on a Sunday just because I don't fucking want to go. I got to drive back three hours. I'm not fucking going to work on Monday. So, yeah. Yeah, three hours and 15 minutes. So, yeah. But anyways, that's pretty much only thing going on with me, work. Um, I started watching a new season of The Order. I started watching Avatar today. I know it's random as fuck and it's old and it's a kid show. Whatever, fight me. But my best friend has started watching it. She's always raving about this shit and talking about how great it is. And so I was like, you know what? Let me check it out. And to be honest, I don't know if I'm a child. I actually think I am a child. Um, <laughs> because like usually when I be watching watching TV, I'll be on my phone, not paying attention. I don't know if it's the colors or whatever, but I've been way more <laughs> interested watching Avatar. <clears throat> Excuse me. Like it's been way easier for me to like focus on it. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much it. I'm trying to think, is there anything else I was watching? I was watching a Jeffrey Epstein docs, like the one on ID channel or something like that, and the one on uh, Netflix and it's like you. It's just, it's just so much like fucked up shit I can take in at a time, mm-hmm. and so I had to take a little break. So we'll see if I actually watch them. It's this um documentary series. Well, I don't know if it's like, it's an interview series on uh, Netflix. I was actually listening to it earlier when Hendrix came in or whatever. But it was like pretty much about <clears throat> kids with like mental health issues. She was trying to be funny. I wasn't actually. I mean, I thought about it after the fact because I just honestly. This is not the first time I said this. I was been I've been said that most men have borderline personality disorder, and when you hear someone with it or hear a di- a doctor talk about what it entails, you'd be like, oh, so men like cool, like it's like an ability to feel, empathize, like care. You are manipulative. You only do things for your benefit. All of those things. I'm like, oh, so men. Well, all the men I ever met or dated. So yeah, that's um, but it's really cool. It's called like uh something special kids. I know that's terrible because I'm trying to tell y'all about something. I can't remember the name of it, but it's a uh, interview series on Netflix or whatever. They talk about a bunch of different disorders. Hmm. I think that's it. Oh, music. I don't listen to Snow's uh song because I'm. It's not the music I run to. All right. But I listen to Summers and uh, ha, yeah. <laughs> Them the it was a nice little four pack, real cute, real cute. Um, was a four pack or six? I think it was six. Six pack, nice little six pack or whatever, six piece. Um, I like it. It's really good. Let it go is good. Um, white tea is good. I'm about to buy. Li- it's only six on the list tomorrow, so I'm just gonna stop. But yes, um, definitely check out Summer Walker's EP. It's definitely worth it. I actually was like so sad. It was so short. I literally was like. All right, to our next track, and I'm like, that's it. <laughs> it's five songs. Oh, okay, so it's five. So, um, yeah, but definitely worth checking out. Like I said, I didn't hear Snows. I finally started listening to Pop Smoke. I'm mean, I started because it's 19 black ass songs. You got another eight coming your way. Ugh. So I'm never gonna get through it all. <laughs> um, but yeah, I liked it actually. Um, I appreciated it. Um, even when it's like some stuff where um you like wow all of this shit sound the same. Hmm. A lot of his shit does sound the same, but it don't bother me. Like Shake the Room, it's another song on there. I think the one with Future's on it all got the same beat. 
I mean, that's what he's known for. That's his no, style, I know, that's... and I didn't, mind, but I didn't mind it. It's like I was all the songs I add to my little ratchet playlist. It is what it is. Like, um, so I I enjoyed it so far for every. I mean, I'm thinking I'm like halfway through, so I enjoyed it. Um, I think that's pretty much it for music. I still have. I don't know what I fell off as a black fan because I still haven't listened to none of the songs on his little six PC drop. So, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna check that out eventually. I I realize this, and I don't know if I'm the only one. And it's not even like I be doing so much in my life is self productive because I really don't. I like working live my life like I'm supposed to, I guess, whatever. Um, but my attention span for stuff is low. And I used to think, I was like, you think when you were a kid, you could sit there and play, well, maybe some men or some people are like this in general, you could sit there and play video games for hours. But I remember being able to sit and play Mario Kart and sit and watch TV. Like, I remember, especially when, like, before streaming, when I used to buy the box sets, mm-hmm. I would sit there all fucking day in my bed on the weekends in college and go through episodes of Nip Tuck, episodes of True Blood, like, because we ain't had cable, so I had to get everything on box sets. <laughs> <laughs> and just all day, just going like, oh, finish that DVD, put the next DVD in, like, all fucking day. Now my attention span is not like that. I can barely get through a 30-minute show without getting on my phone and having to rewind 15 times. So, um, yeah. I don't know if that's normal. I don't know if that's my old age or what, but. I had the attention span of a Tyler. Um, I think I lost it yesterday, actually. I think I was just, I don't know if it was, like, the early morning, like, caffeine slash, like, the little pre-workout feel, or if it's just my mind was racing so too much for my own, you know, comfort level. But I literally just, I paced all day, like, I did shit unnecessarily. Like, I went out in the garden, pulled all the weeds up, and... You know, I'm fixing screens on windows and doing all this little random shit. And, like, I'm just wired. So, yeah, that was yesterday for me. As far as TV, I binged a series on Netflix called Warrior Nun last Sunday. Oh, I started that, too. But I'm like, when I say start, I'm like 10 minutes. Yeah, um, it does start off relatively slow. Not good for people with bad attention spans. But it is... Mm-hmm. It is, uh, it's easy to, well, not easy to digest, but it does get very interesting early on. You just have to, you know, just look at it. Like, it's not that hard to follow, but you do need to pay attention. It's one of those shows. Um, music, I really haven't, I don't know, I haven't listened to a lot of new music that came out. Like, I'm not really doing the playlist shit. Like, I'm doing the custom-made Spotify playlist because, I mean, you know, they know what I want to hear, so. Just run, <laughs> just run that through. Um, other than that, man, it's work and uh, yeah, trying to maintain sanity, trying to stay off the internet as uh, much as I can. My screen time is way, way down lately, which is a good thing because Lord knows it's a lot of shit going on out here. So yeah, just been trying to maintain my sanity and everything. Yeah, yeah, Correct. yeah. And I, I think especially now, like, we're even more fragile than we once were as far as digesting shit. Like, because now we're paying attention to everything because everything is just being given to us. So, I know we had a little incident here. Um, I want to say that was, was it Friday? Friday. Yeah, I think. Friday. And, uh, yeah, it got it got resolved pretty quickly. But uh, it, it, it had the potential to be something very, very serious. 
Um, unfortunately, the young man died uh, at the hands of the police. And it turns out that the young man had uh, fired upon the police beforehand. So, yeah, you know, we took to the streets because there was an abbreviated video that came out that just showed, you know, police brutality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, it really doesn't matter. Like, we mad regardless. Like, there's different ways to handle shit. Normally. Definitely different ways, yeah. But yeah, that's that's kind of crazy. Um, yeah, but I just try, you know, like Marshawn Marshawn said, man, protect your mentals. So that's what I've been I'm been really trying to do. Um, I guess we can get into some news from this week. Uh, we're gonna start off with some happy news. I guess this okay. is the the only happy story I have for you guys this week. Um, this week. Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes signed a 10-year, $503 million contract extension. Um, It is the largest contract in U.S. sports history. Um, He also, which shocked me, he got a $140 million injury guarantee. Mm -hmm. So basically what that means is uh, no matter what, that's guaranteed on top i forgot what exactly the guaranteed money was but that 140 million is guaranteed if he uh gets injured you know because football is a contact sport very dangerous and shit like that but yeah um yeah that's a lot of money at 24 years old that's a lot of money at 31 years old nigga that's a lot of money now give me a dollar (laughs) or a million of them yeah but uh the fact that this 24 year old black quarterback got this outrageous uh contract is very very positive you know take a chance go out there be great and you might be rewarded you know now we're actually you know at a point where we have a lot of good black quarterbacks you know they're not being relegated to wide receiver or running back and everything like they're actually letting these people be running back so that's a good thing i always want to be old yeah um all right how how sad do you want to go um, I'm on, I'm on board forever you want to take me. All right. So this week, <laughs> people started to see a alarming uh, trend on Wayfair. Um, Wayfair was listing items like ottomans and shower curtains and uh, coffee tables for over $10,000. And even more alarming is that the items that were listed for over $10,000 were named after missing people, predominantly missing women. Um, so that that pretty much brought up a whole Wayfair human trafficking conspiracy, which, I mean, think about it. If you see... Uh, a shower curtain set for ten thousand dollars. You're just gonna scroll right past that, cause why the fuck would I pay ten thousand dollars for yeah, a shower curtain? Be, I don't even know Gucci. This is right. So I mean, that's the the theory of hiding in plain sight when you really think about it. Like, yeah, that would make perfect sense. If I'm gonna traffic some humans, uh, why not do it out in the open? Cause nobody's gonna pay attention to a ten thousand dollar coffee table. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's nasty. Um, I know Jeffrey Epstein's assistant, um, Jocelyn Maxwell does, they unearthed a picture of her with, uh, the Wayfair president. So, um, think what you want to think with that. Um, (laughs) 
But yeah, that that is a uh, it's very alarming that shit like that. And of course, Wayfair came out and said it's not true. They pulled all the products and everything. Which I mean, what did you guys really expect them to do? Yeah. But uh, yeah, just you know, pay attention to your surroundings: males, females, black, white, Mexican, Latino. I Every, mean, everybody. Yeah, yeah, just pay attention to your surroundings because they're still actively uh preying on people. Especially now that a lot of people are allowed to be out the house, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's that's really that's really it. Just pay attention, um, check on people who you know are out and about, um, late at night, and um, yeah, protect yourself at all times because you never know. With especially with like the attempted lynchings that's been happening lately, uh, just running into your regular Ken and Karen, you know, like. Just protect yourself at all times. Yeah, for sure. Some definitely some sick times. Well, it's, it's been sick in this country, but sick, sick, sick. <laughs> um, a more depressing story. I don't know. I yeah, whatever. Um, former Glee actor Nyla Rivera um disappeared off of uh Lake Paru in uh, California. Her uh, four-year-old son was found alone on the boat that they uh, left out on. Um, the search is still ongoing, but she is presumed dead. Mm. Um, yeah, it's just it's weird. She had a couple of uh, a couple of tweets, like her last couple of tweets were kind of alluding to danger. I guess would okay. be the best the best way to put it. Um, you know, just talking about disappearing in the lake, and then I think she called it Eminem uh Eminem lyric about disappearing in the lake and it's just I I mean it's sad because that's she's still relatively young and uh, I believe behind a son. Yeah, I'm convinced. Uh I know me and my Courtney me and my Courtney, me and my best friend Courtney were talking about this. We both watched Glee um when we were younger and three of their main cast members have passed away, including Naya. And it's just like it's like a glee curse. Because, like, Finn... You don't know about the Glee curse? No, we were just... I mean, I didn't hear about it before, but now, like, okay, two coincidence, three, all right. And it's not, like, supporting cast. Or, oh, there was a lighting guy. Like, no, like, this is, like, main-ass cast members. Um, was it Corey, Monteith, Mark Sailing, and now Nia? Um, all main characters on Glee and now all dead or at least presumed dead for Nia, so... That's crazy. I mean, I know Mark's going to jail for some sick shit, but they um <laughs> all were main characters on Glee. I'm like, that's so crazy. Well, it was, I want to say it was about, I want to say it was a month ago. Somebody had uh posted a video of a Glee, uh, you know, just a, a segment of Glee mm-hmm. where they were performing and they panned to the crowd and apparently Glee filled the crowd with dummies like ventriloquist dummies like as they use those as seat fillers which would um kind of make sense of this situation if you know anything about that shit i don't <laughs> so uh yeah i mean it's it's sad that you know somebody who's been an actress her entire life like i, I know i saw a thread she was on uh family matters the fresh print yeah. she was on smart guy she was on uh the yeah, bernie mac show child actress, but, so yeah. somebody who had you know such a long career but that's kind of 
unfortunately the thing with a lot of uh child actors that those stories don't necessarily turn out the greatest yeah unfortunately um do you want to are we addressing the elephant in the room now what's the elephant all right so uh will smith and jada pinkett smith um went to jada's show on facebook the red table talk to address um august alcina's interview with angela Yee, um alluding to the fact that they had uh jada and august had a relationship and uh thank you (laughs) well i mean jada came up with that term which is actually true if you look up the definition of that word i know but uh yeah, they went. They went and had a, a interview, and uh, yeah, the internet has just been running with jokes since then. And yeah, and all the fuck niggas and pick me's are on display this weekend. Further, explain that. Amounts. Explain that further. Um, even when the first thing came out with August, it was people comparing fucking Jada to Bill Cosby and R. Kelly. And all that stuff as if this man what? Yes. As if this man was not grown as fuck. Um I agree with the first statement they made on the whole thing when they said, first of all, we shouldn't have to do this because it ain't y'all fuckings, which is not. It ain't nobody's business. And I think what people have to do, like I'm just not that this is the thing. I'm not that concerned. Actually, I'm not concerned at all about their fucking relationship. To me, when I watched it. It was like, oh, this oh shit, we gotta talk about it because the media's talking about it. We wasn't addressing shit. Da 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 da. But black Twitter got a hold of it, the whole world got a hold of it. So we're gonna come to the table and talk for a minute just to shake it, you know, just to give y'all something. That's what I got for it. It was all these screenshots of it. Oh, Will looks so hurt. Oh, this, oh that nigga, please. I wait, feel wait, like wait, wait, wait. that man looked fine. Hold on, first off, Will is an Oscar winning actor. Yeah, well, like, yeah, I, I mean, but you know, but these life. niggas acting like. dumb, so I don't know why you're surprised. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so you know, he looks hurt. Them trying to break down body language and all this stuff and facial expressions and all that just being extra because, like, anybody, these motherfuckers on Facebook, social media, anything has any kind of degree or education or high school diploma for that fucking matter has the audacity to try to tell you what somebody else is going through. It's fine. I'm never going to blame you for how your opinion is in the general sense unless it's dumb so like you like i'm it's like i'm not gonna comment on some lds relationship like in that way of like oh they's dumb or this is this and this is that to me i was like you know what i mean obviously ideally if i was to get in a relationship or a marriage i wouldn't i I mean i understand that marriages work we are all told that we all see that well if you've been on me, whatever. Anyways, you all see that. You all know that. Whatever. You've heard about it at least. So I would hope that I never get in a situation if I ever was to marry with my husband where it's like, you know, at this point right now, I'm good if we don't never fucking talk again. Like, that's what I was talking like, You know what I'm saying? Like, we went to such a point where it's like, I don't care if we never fucking talk again. Fuck you. Right? Mm-hmm. I hope that I never get to that point because I do see, like, in my opinion, to me, the question that I feel like was looming, what I thought was looming, air quotations, was like, oh, did she cheat? Was it an open relationship? Did it, like, like we, we were separated. We about to break up. I didn't know if I ever want to go talk to this bitch again. Da, da, da. To me, after that, I was like, oh, whatever. And I didn't care regardless, but it was like, I want to see what this going to say because I'm just fucking nosy. But I don't care. I think it's a difference. I'm nosy, so I want to know what's going on. But I don't give a fuck. Like, in that grand scheme of things, like, oh, my God. Like, I'm not cool. Say what you want to say. Like, I don't believe in that. Like, 
I'm not gonna never tell nobody like you dumb as fuck, you stupid. They belong to the streets. They some hoes. They this. They that. When at the end of the day, they ain't got shit to do with me. I'm allowed to say what I will and what I tolerate, but to speak on you personally or director directly is ignorant. I don't know you. I don't know the situation. I don't know what the fuck going on in their household. I'm speculating like everybody else, but to me, I felt like people was reaching when they was reaching the first time. Too much you need to be in a cell next to R. Kelly and Bill Cosby. It's a reach. We all sitting there trying to break down footage. Oh, he looks so hurt. I know what a hurt man looks like. That nigga look fine. He looked like he's worth millions of dollars. I mean, he looked like he minded his black ass business. And like, what y'all want him to do? Like, and they were still laughing. But what you want him to do? Smiling. It was a, I feel like it was a tone of the show. It was a tone of the episode. So what they supposed to be doing sitting there like making out? I'm just trying to understand what it would what they could have been doing to make y'all feel any better. But at the end of the day, still, I, I, as someone who actually have seen healthy real relationships, I actually admire how they were communicating. I admire the level of openness they had with each other. I admire their ability to forgive, to keep pushing, to decide to choose each other and move forward and create a relationship that works for them. But y'all motherfuckers don't really know nothing about marriage. Now, I'm not saying I do. I mean, I've actually witnessed how they married, but I've never been married. I'm saying like, y'all don't know nothing about relationships in general. So <laughs> I don't value y'all opinion. And so when you start saying ignorant shit about women or anything like that, I deleted a good 30 people this weekend because of that shit. I mean, what I got from it, um, more so about his, his, I mean, I guess when they broke down everything, it was more so embarrassment. And sometimes you have to, you know, being a public figure, you have to live in that embarrassment. And he understood that all of this was embarrassment. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he wasn't going to be up there chipper and happy, like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, those two, uh, Will and Jada, are cool now. Yeah. But the fact that some, you know what I'm saying, when you open up that old wound that you had gotten over, yeah, it's embarrassing. Your nigga, the nigga that you chose to be with when we separated, came out and spilled all the beans that we didn't necessarily want to be out there. You know, it was rumors, it was whispers, it was this and that, but the fact that this nigga got on a public platform and aired out all our business, so where we now have to come out and air out all our business. Yeah, I'm fucking embarrassed. Even I didn't feel no kind of way about the table. So I felt irritated by all the niggas that was talking to me like, oh, like this whole take advantage of narrative. The man and my man is grown as fuck. And at the end of the day, I actually don't have any energy to address niggas anymore. But I'm gonna try with a little bit I have. Y'all niggas fucking stupid. It's just fucking dumb. Like are you dumb? You fucking just shut the fuck up. It's so many willfully ignorant ass niggas. <laughs> <laughs> on earth that it's like I, I sometimes i just don't understand why i was put here to torture my motherfucking mm-hmm. now seriously because the some of the shit i've been reading has been so fucking dumb like i don't understand how people could be so one-sided i don't understand like niggas have went like people were like oh if if uh i seen a post if will smith well, uh, summer walker was hanging around with willow and Jaden, and will smith started talking to her no they both grown I, mean, I seen somebody try to say, like, oh, because they was friends. I remember trying to say, oh, because they were, you know what I'm saying? Because I guess he knew her kids. He's still older than both of her fucking kids. Significantly, but whatever. Um, he Because he knew her kids or because um, he was going through shit. If you were actually listening and not selectively listening, you would hear that she was saying that she was fucked up too. 
she was in a fucked up place too. She was trying to get her shit together. So at the end of the day, I took more from this on the lines of hurt people, hurt people, mm-hmm. than I'm a predator and I'm trying to attack you. I feel like my marriage is failing. I'm in a weird place. I want to feel good. People go through shit like that all the time. And I don't understand why it's, I don't think it's, I think, I think, I don't think it's a victim in the situation. I feel like hurt people hurt people. The people that, and at the end of the day, if it was the other way around and this was a female, shit. August himself. Look how he just tried to drag Kiki Palmer for no black ass fucking reason besides just to fucking drag her. But Jada is a victim of a, a relationship he willingly participated in. Like, she's the villain here. She's the predator. That nigga ain't shit either. He, he is, because at the end of the day, I want y'all to think about everything from every perspective. And I think that that's why I don't belong in this fucked up ass world because I'm too logical and I make too much fucking sense because I always try to see both sides of situations. And I don't understand why niggas are so one-sided. At the end of the day, if this was anything else, I see it all the time, all up and down my timeline. Oh, you got a baby daddy. Why are you trying to take child support? You knew that nigga wasn't going to take care of your kids. You knew he wasn't going to, he knew he wasn't a good father. Pick better men. Oh, he cheated on you. Pick better men. Or he beating your ass. Leave. Are you doing this? Leave? I don't know. And then I keep seeing these posts about like, women will never extend the same courtesy and uh, sympathy that they extend to women when they're going through the same situation. If it was flipped. It's flipped all the fucking time. It's flipped all the fucking time. You know how many times bitches are dating niggas, married. It's like, you thought a nigga was going to leave his husband? You a dumbass. It's every time a woman is a woman is in a situation, rape, molestation, assault, cheating, an affair, everything. It's like, what have your ass, you as the victim, what could you have done to prevent it? Every fucking time. What was you wearing? What did you do? You knew he was married. You knew this. You knew every single time. So what the fuck are y'all talking about? I don't understand. It's crazy. Women get cheated on all the time. Women fuck with a married man and be like, you thought I was going to leave my wife, you dumbass bitch. That's your fucking ass fault. All the fucking time. So what is the issue now? Cause if it was a woman, y'all be like, y'all knew what it was when you when you you knew he was married. You knew what it was when we started this. You knew. You were, we was already aware. What you thought? I love these hoes, right? That's so normal. And now it's like, oh, Jada belongs to the streets. It, Gabrielle Union's taking care of her husband's side baby. Are you fucking kidding me? Y'all. Y'all have to really like make shit. I know people in real life taking care of side babies, women, but she belonged to the streets because when her and her husband were separated, she slept with somebody else. Even though they actually alluded to, which nobody is talking about, that he was doing shit too. They alluded to it, but nobody, I have not seen not any one person listen to it. It wasn't that much to digest. It was 14 fucking minutes, three minutes and 58 seconds if I want to be exact. So y'all skipped over that part because y'all only, it's like, it's got the people who read the scriptures and they only focus on the scenes that affect them. Mm-mm. It's the same kind of thing. Y'all pick and choose a shit to nitpick. Like, oh, what can I attack? No, that makes too much sense. That makes logical sense. What can I what can I use to support my narrative? Dumbass fucking cockamamie ass bullshit. Listen, y'all niggas fucking dumb. Keep showing yourselves on my fucking Facebook timeline so I can keep deleting you bum ass niggas, you dusty hoes. What the hoes? The pick me hoes. Oh, okay. okay. I deleted women too. <laughs> No ignorance formers against me shall prosper. One of the niggas I deleted, he had messaged me like, that's all it took. You're dumb. And I actually don't like stupidity around me so close. You post too much. I see you too much. You're too visible. Your ignorance is too visible. And I don't want to see it. Ain't nobody taking advantage of it. I don't understand. Like, Because if it was a relationship, if it was anybody else, anybody else on, were in the world besides somebody family, I'd be like, mm-hmm. Shit happens. What? 
Well, before I speak on this topic, I would just like to announce that this week's KC rant is brought to you by Teespring. Go to teespring.com <laughs> forward slash stores forward slash two awkward millennials merch to get your uh, 2 a.m. swag. Use the promo code 2 a.m. podcast for free shipping or a promo code millennial for 20% off at checkout. Um, Yeah, I mean, for me, it's just the simple fact that I've been the guy in the past who has wanted like okay yeah the break like all right we ain't really vibing and shit like that like let's take a breather and figure out what the fuck we gonna do going forward and sometimes those breaks lead to situations and it depends on the strength of your relationship or your marriage to continue further beyond that like okay you can take a break and then you just break forever like okay yeah i took a break Saw the other side, the grass on the other side. It's greener. I like it. I I, I don't want to be here anymore. Or you take a break and it's like, oh, okay. I see what's out there. I'm happy where I'm at. We can make this work. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it's, it takes to be an adult to actually tackle that. And it takes a, a certain amount of communication. It's like, okay, we aren't happy. And I think that's the big thing I took from it. They reached a point to where they were not happy mutually. And they decided to take a break and things happened during that break. And the bad thing to happen. And the only reason why we know is because the person that Jada broke with got too invested and they were hurt. Like Casey said, hurt people hurt people. So yeah, he was hurt, still hurt. Not to mention ignore the fact that he also stopped talking to her. Because I keep seeing him here like, oh, she she got tired of him. Stop fucking him. Threw him away when her husband came back. He's not talking to her. She was like, I ain't talked to him in a long time. He literally cut off all communication with me. I ain't seen that man in years. Yeah, I mean, but that's what I'm saying. It's a thing from the past. Like, this happened four or five years ago. And, um, yeah, like Casey touched on, like, Will was out here. I know for, <laughs> I know one of the people that Will was with for a fact. Because uh, that was a story a, a while ago. And yeah, it was what it was. They broke, they had their fun, and they reconciled. Like that's a marriage. Like everything is not peachy. That's one of the main things that I took from it. Like people yeah. just expect shit to be sunshine and rainbows all the time. And I, I feel like that's why a lot of relationships don't last because people aren't willing to endure some of the hardships that come along with relationships. It's gonna happen. Like you can hope and try and prevent it and X, Y, and Z. But yeah, you dealing with two people with two different emotions, two different outlooks on life, and people are ever evolving. So shit is gonna change. It's not gonna the person that you married today is not gonna be the same person in ten years. You would hope that they're not the same person in ten years. Mm-hmm. Because people evolve. If you don't evolve, like that's I don't wanna be with somebody who doesn't evolve. Absolutely. You know, you got to get smarter. You got to get, you know, change some of your habits in life, change some of your decision making, change your reactions to things. It wasn't a big deal to me. I understand why they felt like they had to do it. Me personally, I could not care less. Yeah, same. Like, I appreciate giving some, you know, giving the internet something to talk about for the next. But see, niggas draw, because I'm honestly legitimately tired of the E word. Like, if I never, ever, 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 ever hear it again, it will be too fucking soon. It's so exa- It's on every fucking thing. And it's so like, I y'all can't. just know how 
to just wear shit the fuck out. I can't use that as an episode for this week. No, um, it's not a song. It is. It is. Still no. <laughs> um, I mean, but that goes to my whole thing. Um, this been happening since the pandemic started is people have way more time on their hands now. A lot of people still aren't back to work. Um, a lot of people are just at home. They're able to feed into the bullshit. And now, you know, the day we live in, everybody has a platform. So everybody, like us, we're able to come on here and speak about how we feel. And, but the thing that's different from us and normal people, we understand you guys are going to critique what we say. We're okay with it. We'll have dialogue with it. About what? Critiques from where? I mean, just whatever we say on this podcast. We understand that. Are people going to critique us? I mean, we understand that everybody isn't going to agree with everything oh we no say. I, I know everything that i'm going to go everybody is going to agree with everything we say because most people are dumb as they're all on my fucking timeline so if you ever have the gall or the audacity i want you to know that you don't have the vocabulary to try to come for me and those was bars and i wasn't even trying <laughs> <laughs> all right calm down clifford jesus <laughs> all right with that being said uh i guess period <laughs> We'll jump into the main topic for this week. Um, and I guess it's kind of, I don't want to say it's a piggyback, but it, it has some correlation to it. Um, the question we are asking this week is, why do you think people's good characteristics make us overlook their bad characteristics? And the reason why we're asking, asking that is, a lot of times in dating and relationships and marriage, you see red flags all the time. But more often than not, we tend to overlook those red flags because of the good characteristics or the green flags. So you have a man who's a provider. You don't have to do shit. You don't have to do, you know, nothing. You take care of all the bills, buy buy you what you want, X, Y, and Z. But he out getting all the pussy in the world. I know. Wait, 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 wait. I'm not even saying anything. I'm minding my very black ass business. I'm making comparisons here. Okay. Or fellas. You got the baddest bitch in the world. Beautiful. Beautiful. Women naturally, do wrong. naturally, you know, beautiful. She can tone it up. She dress good. X, Y, and Z. Dumb as a box of fucking rocks. I don't think they care about that. But that's what I'm saying. So why does the good make you forget about the bad? <laughs> Maybe to men, because they're just not that fucking bright as we see. On social media, but in to your, who? In your opinion, or give us actually the, on give the us world a, stage. <laughs> give us a story of a time where you saw a red flag, but you continued because you saw the good in a person. You you can use me as an example if you want to to give you some um, a, a great story to tell. On I podcast. mean, it's not even about a good story to tell because wholeheartedly, honestly. What I come to understand about myself is that it's never about the potential or the good in the person. I'm sorry, in advance. It's about the good in me. And what I mean by that is, so it's going to sound so egotistical. <laughs> um, I'm serious, though. The fucked up part about it is I'm dead fucking sick. I know. Um, it's about the good in me. And what I mean by that is... I am the type of person and type of woman for sure that if I get into a relationship or when I decide that I like you and I start to develop feelings with you and I care about you, I'm all in. 
I'm every step that I take is about us. It's for the betterment of us. And so even though you're benefiting from it, you know what I mean? I'm still thinking about it from a us perspective and a betterment and the progression of our relationship and our bond and our life together. So that's what I'm saying. Like it really don't necessarily be me seeing their good qualities and me ignoring their bad ones. Um, I think it's just like once I like you and care about you, then I kind of just invest myself in it, whether right or wrong, because that's just who I am as a person. Right. Um, now, I will say I've dated, and that's because I'm not really caught up on so many. Like It's some things that I guess you will overlook because I will say, first of all, let me say this. You don't know how bad things are until you open it. True. So on the outside looking in, especially when I was younger dating, I wasn't looking for the best I was looking for better. And I think that's a problem that people have in general. You're not necessarily looking what's best for you. You're looking for what's better. So it's okay. If the first nigga I've dated ain't had no car, no house, no job, no nothing, I'm just trying to find a nigga with a job. Or I'm just like, I'm not try- just trying, but I'm happy that the nigga got the job. If that nigga only had a job and that nigga ain't had no car, he wasn't bringing shit up to the table, I'm happy this nigga got a car and a job. If this other thing, like, I'm tired of this nigga, this nigga ain't got nowhere to stay, he living off of me, won't leave my house. This nigga got a place to stay, a job, and a car. Cool. And this nigga just don't have, he has shitty ass credit. He irresponsible. He blow his money. He always at the club drinking all the time. You know, I need a nigga that have a savings account and a high credit score. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just sort of, for me, it's usually my experience that shape it. So in the beginning, like, I'm like, all right, you know what? (sighs) I guess it's like basic things first. I'm human, and honestly, niggas lie on this question all the time. Who be? Li- I'm serious. Who be lying? You be lying. And the reason I say that is because I do believe that beauty is an eye to beholder. I completely believe that because I know people I've dated that even shit even before I liked them look like ass. So beauty is an eye beholder. So like, so when I say I want a nigga that's attractive, I mean attractive to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. He can. He might have like fucked up teeth, but he's attractive to you. Oh, no, that's not on the list. That's not on the list of acceptable qualities. I'll give you my list of acceptable qualities. You could be fine as fuck, and if your teeth is fucked up, I'm going to be like, I'm going to type nigga, I see somebody killing, and then I'm like, try to find a teacher, picture of them smiling, because that'll fuck it all up for me. Teeth is one of my things. It's one of my things. So, <laughs> that's the kind of thing. Okay, is he attractive? Does he have nice teeth? How tall is he? And that's just for me to respond back. I'm just being honest. People, people... People can lie all they want. Oh, it's about personality. It's about the vibe. You're not about the vibe with Shrek. And Shrek is probably fine to somebody. He was to Fiona. Well, I mean, she was. Never mind. An ogre, too. Um, Yeah. You're not about the vibe with them. So all that is bullshit. You know, it, might, it might not be the stereotypical trophy aesthetic, but you just have to be attracted to me. So, like... That's always gonna be first, and so if I be like, okay, you're attractive. We have good conversation, or I fuck with him heavy, or it's just certain, you know, certain aspects of his personality. I'm like, I guess I will look past like this nigga irresponsible because you you think that, especially because I don't look past stuff like that. Like intellect is a hard thing for me to look past. I think it might be easier for men because them the ones that want to like you have like a dumb girl, you're like, cool, she ain't gonna never try to talk to me somehow about something serious. Um. But intellect is one of them things I can't look past. If I can't have a serious conversation with you, I'm going to be exhausted. Like, because I am a conversationalist for sure. I mean, I do a fucking podcast. 
I literally have random ass conversations. Something pop up in my head, a meme, and I can have a whole conversation about it. I can have a whole conversation about episode insecure and the themes of the episode. Like this, I like talking about things and opinions and seeing how people feel about certain stuff, engaging your character. Right. So I'm that person anyway. So I can't date nobody dumb. A dumb is probably a hard pass for me. You can be fine as fuck. I mean, unless you like a millionaire and never got to work again, maybe I look past and find somebody that's to have an intellectual conversation with another butler. See. But. Yeah, money fixes a lot of shit. <laughs> See. Uh, talk to those athletes' wives. Money fixes a lot of shit. Um, but yeah, I just think it just depends. On, it depends on what it is. Like for me, I, can, I might be able to look past financial instability if we are in a, we have good communication and you are attractive to me. <laughs> But I've never been like I will I said this all the time. I've never been like dickmatized. I've never been like, damn, penis so good. I don't care what you need. I have, absolutely not. I don't know what that is. Or it's just like I don't have the minimal intellectual capacity to feel like that. Cause it ain't enough dick in the world. Niggas don't ain't out here really and I might not have experienced it. But niggas is not out really out here making bitches come. So as long as they keep producing vibrators, I'm be fine. Um, I would I don't want to say I was at one point in time I was pussy with, but you probably was. I can look back on it and say like, or it yeah, was the feet, the <laughs> the the sex is what made me stay. Like I really didn't have any um quotable. It, it started like bad bad sex. No, what is it? Good sex. Will make you stay in a relationship, but bad, like yeah, good sex will make you stay in a bad relationship, but bad sex will make you leave a good relationship. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I can see like it was a a lot of red flags. It was like okay, this person is not independent. They're not giving. They're not really uh you know kind of self centered and everything. But the sex is great. So the relationship really should have only been. A couple of months because that's typically how long those type of relationships should last but sex is good so you kept you hey yeah i'm staying fucking sex is amazing and i think it really takes a a sense of maturity to actually get to a point where you can look at people's red flags because somebody might have everything that you want physically mentally financially but they're emotionally unavailable. So you know that you'll never win because that person does not care about you at all. Yeah, I'm going to be out. You know what I'm saying? So it's those type of things, like um, being in a relationship with somebody who you can't have a conversation with. And I've experienced that quite recently. And like what I realized, actually, because of a post I just seen on social media, is that it was like, I realized like you niggas really don't be that great um, – I just might have attachment issues. I think that's what it is. Like, I think most of the time, like outside, because I've only been in two serious relationships as an adult. And so, well, as in general, because I guess that would be some type of saying as an adult. I've only been in two serious relationships. So, um, like all the dating, courting, situationships that I've experienced, it's like you have like this sense of angst as it's ending or even though you know you shouldn't be dealing with somebody, you like, I can't stop. I don't even think... I think it's a combination of things. I don't even, it's definitely, I don't, it's not the person because you know, they're fucking shit. They're trash. 
It's not the person. It's the attachment. You just like, it's kind of just like, damn. And honestly, for me, it's not even attachment. It's just like, oh, I got to start all over again. I'm about to be by myself. It'd be way more of that than the nigga because you niggas don't really be giving me much of anything. So it really be that idea of like, damn, I got to decide if I'm about to date again or not date again. Like, it really be that for me because I'm like, you niggas not really giving me nothing. Like, the last dude I was trying to talk to, he was slow. (laughs) He was dumb. And I didn't know. Until I tried to have a conversation with him. And I'm just like... So was... Wait, 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 wait. Because I know. I know you. Was he dumb in the sense of he wasn't open-minded? Or was he dumb in the sense of he... Both. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Both. Not like the dumb niggas on social media. Both. Both. So, like, dumb, like, closed-minded, and also legit stupid sometimes. Where it's just like, you say stuff, and you really think it's right, and you're like... What are you talking like? That's completely false, like dumb like that. Okay. And then I couldn't have any intellectual conversation with him, or he couldn't articulate to me. He would say shit. You're like a hypercritical person that's critical of everybody's behavior but their own. He was like that, and like you should do this or you should do this differently. And um, actually, I remember one time he told me I talk about I talk about relationships too much between the stuff like between I guess hearing me have conversations with my friends. Seeing me on social media, I'm like, first of all, I'm, in, I'm literally in the fucking business of relationships. It's legitimately my job. I want you to log on to Spotify and Apple real quick. <laughs> Look at the category for my podcast. <laughs> I am in the fucking business of talking about relationships. So, and his mind's like, it was consu- all consuming. And first of all, like, I, it's only scary to you because you're trying to like. Not be in a relationship. Not be in a relationship. So the fact that I talk about relationships, it like triggers you. I'm not even talking to y'all as about relationship. You talking about he that's something he couldn't explain it. I'm like, so are you talking about my friends? I was talking about friends. I was like, cause we usually are like I'm like, I don't just bring up relationships. We're usually talking about it, like giving advice or something like that. He's like, No, like that's fine. I'm talking about them. And I'm like, Okay. And I was like, Don't talk to you too much about relationships? And I'm like, No, we don't really talk about that. And I'm like, So how did you come to this conclusion? I'm like, okay. He's like, you know, sometimes on Facebook, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that. I was like, well, we don't really have to be friends on Facebook. I, uh, I really don't even post statuses. Anything I post on Facebook is legitimately repost or song lyrics. That's literally the only, only time, <laughs> time when I make a status on my own, it's song lyrics. And everything else is repost. Um, so I was just like, I just put like, yeah, but you just put too much energy into it. Like, you don't need to, re- you don't need to just keep pulling from that energy. Hmm. Energy is a, is, a, is a buzzword for you niggas because y'all just learn how to spell it. And I'm trying to understand, um... What energy? He couldn't explain it to me. I'm like, head scratch. Um, <laughs> what? What are you talking about? So it's just like, and then get, like he just people that just be talking to talk. And I'm like, first of all, like I said, I'm literally in the business of relationships. It doesn't consume my life. I'm a very happy person. I'm on my fucking business. No one's sad. I'm fine. I'm great. There's no emotional distress. And um, well, when it comes to relationships, because I don't give a fuck. I'm just all knowing. <sighs> That's how I know you all niggas are stupid. Well, in that aspect, I will say I had a person that I was dating that was kind of like that who was uber obsessed with appearance on social media. And it was, I mean, I knew because I met that person through social media for the most part. But um, it was just kind of like appearance for appearance sake. So it could be like we just going at each other's neck all day every day but yeah 
I'm gonna post this picture of us doing this activity. It's like I really don't fucking like you right now. I definitely don't want to take a fucking picture. But you had to keep up that appearance. So I think that's a a bad characteristic that I ran into as well. But we had conversations. Um, you know what I'm saying? Emotionally, like we we vibe with each other. Like it was cool. But that was a bad bad characteristic for me is the whole social media aspect. It was like, yeah, I'm not really like I'm. I'm one of those people who like to enjoy the moments that I have. So yeah, I can do something and not tell the world that I'm doing something. Like I haven't fallen into that trap of oh hey, I'm here. Let me post a picture here, letting everybody know I'm here. Like I'm not that type, but some people are. And some people are over obsessed with that to to show everybody that they're doing this and I'm here, I'm wearing this and, you know, look at me, look at us. We look so happy and all that. No, no, I want to punch you in the throat, but you want to post a picture for Instagram. Like, I don't know. I don't want to do that. Um, Let me see another bad characteristic that I overlooked. Uh, hmm, healers. I know that's that's one of the big buzzwords this this week. Um, I dated somebody who wanted to solve shit for me. I try to fix your ass. Eh, you ain't want to be fixed. But but no, that's more Niggas to like being broken. That's more to my point is, um, and this was actually my remember millennials for this week is like you can't heal what doesn't want to be healed. So oh, I know. You have to, you know what I'm saying? Especially in a relationship, you have to let your mate get to a point to where they want to evolve. You can't push it. The more you push, the more pushback you'll get. Because, like I said, people are ever growing. And if you speed up that growth, you might end up fucking this person up. So, that was a, a real big red flag for me. It's like, oh, you, I want to do this and I want to do that. And this. Like, but what about you? Like, you trying to heal me, you not healed. Like you still talking about your ex, you know what I'm saying? You doing all this, this and that, but you trying to solve my problems. Don't do that. No. Like you cute, but no, I don't I don't need a, a healer. Like I'm trying to heal on my own. Like at my own pace. Do my you know, do shit the way that I see fit to do it. But here you are trying to accelerate my rate of growth and you probably not gonna like the outcome because I might outgrow you when I look at it. But uh yeah, that's that's one of the bad characteristics. It's like it's a lot of bad characteristics that I feel like we overlook. Like a lot of people beneath the surface are so fucked up that we just ignore it because we getting the things that we want. Surface. I can level. talk about smaller characteristics that I feel like are noticeable to me that about that bothers me. Alcoholism, uh irresponsible spending, drugs. Like, so, and I ain't talking about weed. Like, I was dealing with a nigga that used to, like, legit, for no fucking reason, take sleeping pills to go to sleep, like, in the middle of the day for no reason. <laughs> like, um, I'm tired. Well, obviously not if you got to take a sleeping pill. He was just trying to make sure he got his full rest, man. No, <laughs> that nigga had a fucking drug problem. Or, like... Dating Tiger Woods. The <laughs> older nigga... Well, I'm not really older. He's like five years older than me, but that's the oldest nigga I ever dated. Um, the older nigga that was... uh. Every day, all day, had fucking glass of fucking, like, Patron and lemonade, like, every fucking day, all, like, 
a few glasses a day and beer. Like I ain't never drink regularly to me, so that shit is wild. Right. Um. So that's the type of shit I notice. Like liquor or your ass is irresponsibly spending that another nigga buying shit for no fucking reason now, randomly for no like this impulsive lev- ass spending you don't have no yeah. savings account there's levels to that you don't you don't have no savings account you don't have no you just like oh i got it and i, I want it i buy it you're not ariana grande daddy you need to um save your coins you don't you don't like what what how is you helping with the embedment in your life <laughs> um your credit fucked up. You're doing all of this shit, but you just buying random shit. Every day, you waiting for something to come from Amazon. Like, can't anybody start no life with you? How you gonna say, how you gonna buy diapers? You ain't got no money to buy diapers because you buying fucking random ass headphones and beds and shoes and drawers and random shit that you don't even need just to buy it. Hey, you been looking at my Amazon order list? Fuck. Well, whatever you give me, give me some. Um, my birthday coming up. Mm-hmm. You want me to send you a list? <laughs> no. I mean, um, a list for you to choose from. Mm, mm. I'm turning 30. <laughs> I hate that you looking at me like that. Um, I, t- I say, uh, I have a, I just remembered something. Um, I was dating somebody who. Was I, that bitch? It was me. <laughs> I guess she really, really, really wanted a protector. No. Oh, I'm sorry, girl. No, I mean, uh, like out in the public, like yeah, I'm not gonna let niggas like just touch all on you and shit like that. But I ain't the nigga that's just gonna pull out a gun and shoot niggas in the face either. And I guess that's what one of those are illegal. I mean, but you know, some people like that. And um, I guess we had, you know, went to an album, came back, and you know, we got in an argument, or whatever. And you know how I argue? I don't like I listen to what you have to say. I speak my piece, and that's that. Like, we either going to work through this shit or we not. And she said something, like, really out of pocket. What? I I forget what it was, but she said something out of pocket. And I was like, oh, okay, bet. And for whatever reason, I got criticized for not putting my hands on it. I'm like, wait, what? It's like, oh, shit, you just let me say it, X, Y, and Z? I'm like, yeah, I judged you for it, but why would I? You want me to... You wanted me to smack you for what you said? Like, that was your intention? Like, yeah, no. That ain't that ain't me. Like, unless you put your hands on me, I ain't put my hands on you. So, it's like, oh, see that? You supposed to protect me. You supposed to keep me in my place. Like, no. You grown. I mean, <laughs> your place is wherever you put <laughs> Wherever you decide your place is going to be. Like, I can, I, I'm very great at ignoring ignorant shit. So, yeah, that was. I guess that was a bad characteristic that I overlooked. Like, I guess her sense of protecting is like putting putting hands on people and shit like that. And I'm not that type of person. Like, it takes a lot for me to get to that level. And once I get to that level, that's not great for anybody. So I try not to. Yeah. So yeah, I guess I don't know. It's like Casey said. There's some weird people out here, and I know we we really. Um, hammer home the fact that we are awkward i've ran into way more awkward people since i've been calling myself awkward like in the last what almost four years that we've been doing this a lot of you niggas is awkward i see a lot of shit that y'all be posting and all that y'all you said awkward or ignorant awkward both <laughs> a lot of niggas is awkward like your wants and desires and all that shit like it's just awkward to me i'm not judging you i'm just letting you know that i 
think that some shit is awkward. I don't judge people. I don't like people judging me, even though y'all do it. Um, people, I mean, it's almost, it's honestly realistically human nature to a certain extent. Like you might not outrightly judge somebody, but you, you make preconceived notions about people. You have, you have preconceived notions. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think that's going to wrap it up for us today. So as always, if you guys want to talk about some of the bad characteristics that you overlook because somebody had so many great characteristics, um, you can let us know. You can do that through our social media or, or you can do so. email. It's as2ampodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's number two. So hit us up. Anything we talked about on this episode, anything going on in your life, anything we talked about any other episode, like, you know, hit us up. We'll get back to you. Can you comment? Can you want anything we talked about? Complain, whatever you want to fucking do. And then you can also reach us on social media. Um, It's the 2AM podcast. What is that on? Facebook and Twitter. On Facebook and Twitter. And then on Instagram, it's the Two Aqua Millennials podcast. Um, Hendrix, they can reach you where? Um, you can reach me at Noli Hendrix, N O E L L Y H E N D R I X, on all social media platforms. Where can I reach you? You can reach me, Casey, in the place to be at K A Y underscore I N R E E L L I F E. Excuse me. That's K underscore in real life. And that was on Instagram and on Twitter. And you can find me on Facebook at Casey Cottis, K-A-Y-C-E-E-C-O-L-L. Don't do that. You're just wasting data. Um, oh, yeah. You find me on Facebook. If you're an idiot, you are going to get deleted. I delete niggas. I delete bitches, too. So <laughs> no one's exempt. All stupidity is way the same around me. I don't stereotype based off gender. If you dumb, you dumb. And I just get rid of you. It just happens to be more dumb men. But I deleted some girls too. Um, uh, merch store still up. We actually put a couple of new items up this week. Uh, we have two a.m. face mask, and we also have a two a.m. coffee mug or tea mug or liquor or whatever the fuck you want to put in it. Um, you can do you that. You go get me what? The you haven't bought anything. Um, <laughs> I just that's why I asked you. <laughs> I see the link. Um. Yeah, the link will be in the show description or you can find it on one of our social medias. I know we're always reposting our shit. Uh, yeah, it's uh, fun. Buy some shit. I know it's a little bit rough because unemployment about to uh, end. I feel like most people are back to work though. No. Well, if you ain't never had a job, then you'll have a job to go back to. Stop judging. I'm not judging. I'm just saying. So, um, what's going on your gears? Actually, right quick. Um, dumb people. What specific type of dumb people? Niggas. I was saying. Honestly, um, I think I don't know if it's ever gonna stop. Obviously, I speak on my platform because like I speak everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere's my platform. But um, in a general sense, I just want people. What's going on my gears is people inability to be to show any level of humility and like respect towards other people. Like, we don't value people's opinions. No, I don't value some people's opinions either. I'm saying we don't value people's feelings. There we go. We don't value people's feelings. And we have to, well, let me rephrase that. We should be more considerate of people and, like, how the things we say, what the things that we do, and all of those things affect other people because it's, like, hella fucking important to acknowledge when we're on some bullshit or, or to prevent yourself from being like, you know, when you're doing some fucked up shit, you know, when you're manipulating people and you're using people, users use people all the time. Givers give, and you're never going to be happy into a giver and the giver finds each other. That's what my therapist told me. 
And the second, the second thing that's got on my gears is um, maybe somebody of fair skin life can have a productive conversation with me because I saw this uh, little, I don't know if it's old and they just posted it, but they posted it last week on YouTube on the own network about uh, light skin girls and the str- air quotations, the struggles of being light skin. Um, and it was all bullshit. Most of it outside of like the doctors and people were talking about actual data. The rest of it was just willful ignorance and privilege um, displayed continuously. Hearing light skin people complain about their hardships is like hearing white people talk about reverse racism. It actually really doesn't exist. So, um, yeah, it's like skinny people fat shaming. Like you know, what I'm saying like skinny, like small people talking about people skinny shaming them. It's actually not really a real thing. Cause what you have to understand is that there's a system in place. If you fit the ideal, like the closer you are to the ideal, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, somebody might've teased you cause you were lighter or somebody might tease you cause you were thinner, but you get to walk out into the real world and know that ideally that's better. Mm-hmm. Ideally you're in a better position. So you can literally like look at that person. That's the kind of thing where your parents be like, they just jealous because they probably got some stuff that they dealing with their own. That's that kind of thing. But when someone tells you because you're fat or when someone tells you because you're dark or someone says, that's the stuff that's not acceptable. You're never going to feel it. You're never going to feel okay. I mean, to you, it's a point where you feel okay with yourself. But I'm saying like, it's never, the world is never going to be in a place where they decide to make you comfortable. And that's why it's hard for me to take the other, that bullshit and be like, what? Like, so that whole hour and 30 minutes I wasted my life was just irritating. Um, Grinding my gears this week is um, people's inability to actually see a bare bones movement. Um, I guess it's the opposers of Black Lives Matter. Um, I I guess it really stems off of Terry Crews and his uh, black supremacy shit. Mm. Um, Like what we're asking for as uh, supporters of Black Lives Matter is bare bones. The fact that we have to ask or plead or protest the fact that black lives shouldn't matter it's simple it's nothing else nothing more we just want black lives to matter not only in this country but just in the world in general and the fact that a lot of people aren't willing or don't want to see willful ignorance yeah i mean it's just it just grinds my gears. It's like, I'm not saying that all white people are bad. I'm not saying all cops are bad. I'm saying as a whole, black people are mistreated. I want our lives to matter. I want there to be some kind of equality, some kind of equal justice, something. I just want to be a whole person and be treated as a whole person. Nothing more, nothing less. So that's what's grinding my gears. The fact that people just don't understand a bare bones movement. Like, it's not that fucking hard to understand. It, but it's, it's not hard to understand. They just don't want to. They don't care to understand. And again, guys, rest in peace, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, uh, everyone who's been affected by this. We are still trying to get the cops held responsible for Breonna Taylor's death. We are still fighting for you, baby girl. And it's a fight. I have a. Um, we can talk about that off air, but um, yeah, just bare bones understanding is grinding my gears. Just it's not simple. Like don't overthink simple shit. Take it for what it is. Understand it. You don't have to agree with it. You know you you have your right to your own opinion, but to to 
to shape it in a way that is not meant to be shaped is grinding my gears. Um, so yeah, that's it. Um, we gave out our socials. We told us, told you guys what we're, what was grinding our gears this week. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna leave you guys with what I said earlier. Yeah. Any last words, Hendrix? Last, <laughs> last words. As always, remember millennials. Yes. You cannot heal what doesn't want to be healed. All right, y'all. Well, word to the wise. I guess that is all. That'll wrap it up for this week. We will catch you the week after next. I'm going on vacation. Um, <laughs> peace and blessings. <laughs> <laughs>